Good morning and happy Wednesday. It is January 11th, and I'm Adam Wright. You are listening to Roadmap to Heaven on Covenant Network at the 7 o'clock hour. It's so good to be with you today and each and every day. Today, as we begin our day in prayer, we remember the wonderful soul, Cardinal George Pell, who passed away yesterday, and we pray for the repose of his soul in addition to praying our morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. We remember Cardinal George Pell, eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. And we dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions this day to the greater glory of God. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's good to be with you on this Wednesday morning. It is, you know, it doesn't feel like January outside Uh, But I'm okay with that. This morning I I got a little bit of a late start, and I thought, oh, I'm going to have to scrape the windows. It's January, and it's 47 degrees outside, so I will take it. Today on the show, we are going to hear a beautiful vocation story. And Have you ever prayed for someone and thought, is this making a difference? And sometimes it might seem like it's not making a difference at all. Well, later on the show, you're going to hear about a prayer that, well, I think it made a difference, and it's uh, a wonderful story that Patty Schneier and I were able to uh, talk about last week and record last week at the SEEK conference. For our radio listeners, we're also going to be talking about scandal today. Well, we're not going to be talking about it so much as learning about it here on the show. All of that and more, but first, uh, let's find out how long it's going to be 47 degrees. Let's go to Mike Roberts for the weather and the saint of the day. Today is the feast day of St. Caesarea, who was a martyr, and blessed William Carter, who was also a martyr. Born in London in 1548, William was the son of a draper, but at an early age became an apprentice under John Claywith, who was a printer for the Queen. William also served as a secretary to the last Catholic Archdeacon of Canterbury, Nicholas Hatsfield, who died in prison for failing to renounce his faith. Using his printing and publishing skills, William became part of an underground press which advocated for the Catholic faith and urged Catholics to stand firm in the face of persecution. He was arrested, charged, and imprisoned for 18 months during which time his wife passed away. When he finally did get a trial, it lasted just 15 minutes. After being convicted, He made a confession to a priest who was also being tried with him, and he was then hanged, drawn, and quartered on this day in 1584. Blessed William Carter, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. Vocation Prayer for Youth Oh, Holy Spirit, Spirit of wisdom and divine love, impart your knowledge, understanding, and counsel to youth that they may know the vocation wherein they can best serve God. Give them courage and strength to follow God's holy will. Guide their uncertain steps. Strengthen their resolutions. Shield their chastity. Fashion their minds. 
conquer their hearts and lead them to the vineyards where they will labor in God's holy service. Amen. Well, hello, Roadmap to Heaven listeners. I'm Adam Wright, but Adam Wright from last week because we're having this problem here at the SEEK conference. We've been doing these live broadcasts, and we are talking to so many people. We're running out of broadcast space. So Patty and I said, you know what? We've got shows coming up. We're going to need to have interviews in those shows. So let's do something that we can air in the future. So from the past, hello to the future. I'm Adam Wright, joined by Patty Schneier. Hello, everyone. And we're happy to have with us Sister Mary Carolyn Nunes, no, no stranger no to stranger. Roadmap to I've Heaven. I've been here a time or two. A time or two. And you brought a friend I with you. I brought a friend. I brought my friend, Father Luke Doyle, from the Archdiocese of Kansas City in Kansas. Thank you. In Kansas. And I just wanted to clarify, <laughs> but good friend. And um, he studied here in St. Louis for his seminary formation, part of it anyway. Uh, but we just want to share a little bit about friendship and holiness and vocation. And I will just interject quite right. Both of you are dear friends of mine as well. And I think it's so beautiful how your vocation story intertwines, Father Luke. And it's, I've watched you two as just beautiful friends. And so we wanted to talk about that. Yeah, on the awesome. Air. Great. Yeah. Thanks well, for having I, us. I, I've heard it said that friendship is the perfect blendship. And since I just got really corny, sister, I'm going to let you take this away. I don't even know how to fix that. But um, <laughs> anyway. So Father Luke and I got to know each other. Actually, the story goes back to 2014. And at the, the school where I was teaching at the time out in Kansas City, we all had an adopted seminarian. And my house was assigned Luke Doyle to pray Woo-hoo! for for the summer of 2014. And my kids only signed up for like one day each, leaving me with the entire month of July totally empty. And I was like, well, someone has to pray for this sorry seminarian. So I did. <laughs> And you're kind of thinking, and who in the heck I'm is like, I don't Luke even know Doyle? This guy Luke if, if you know Sister Carolyn, this is her life, by the way. I was like, <laughs> he was studying in Rome. I didn't even know the guy. So I took the month of July. I was interceding for him and praying for him. And it was uh, I'll, July 2014 was a really hard month for me for a number of reasons. And so um, as the time was coming to the close, I actually got to meet him very briefly, a very brief encounter. So I got to know him a little bit, found out he was actually going to be taking a pastoral year. And the next thing I knew, he left seminary. So the moral of the story is if you want your prayers to be answered, probably ask a Dominican because apparently Franciscan prayers don't work very well. <laughs> no. You mess it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but obviously that's not the end of the story no. because these beautiful name badges clue us in that you are now Father Luke that's Doyle. Right. That's and right. You, you don't get to be father if you stay out of the seminary. I did everything I could not to become a Catholic priest. Right? I let fear, distrust, self-reliance, all the things show up in my life and really kind of run the course um, in my relationship with Jesus. And uh, yeah, as I was trying to pick up the pieces and let the Lord just like uh, in, let the Lord eventually claim my heart, become God of it. Um, He allowed me to teach theology at St. James Academy in Lenexa, Kansas, which is a beautiful Catholic high school on mission with the church um, in the Archdiocese of Kansas City. And I ended up sharing a divider and a theology classroom with Sister Carolyn Nunes. No way. Did you know at the time that she had been praying for you and for your vocation? I think I knew that she'd been praying for me and then never acknowledged that she was praying for my vocation. Um, We just kind of like, yeah, just, yeah, moved on from there, there, I guess. So you became professional colleagues. Professional colleagues. Um, and like really that was where it was going to stay because the first time I ever really had a conversation with him he's like so what's it like to be a bride of Christ and I thought who starts a conversation that way <laughs> ex-seminarians that's who right <laughs> so, so here we were um, so, so you just are teaching in high school just teaching yeah. in high school oh, yeah. okay. just doing the thing uh, and a couple months into teaching he just looks at me one day he's like you should be the vocation director for your community that's just like out of the blue says this to me and I was like well Luke you know you don't just like go to mother and say you should make me the vocation director he's like okay whatever uh, fast forward a couple months later, mother told me I was going to be the vocation director, the next vocation director of our community. 
and I couldn't talk to anyone about it. It was over Martin Luther King weekend. And I got back to school on the Tuesday, and I run into then Luke in the office, and he's like, how was your weekend? Because I just, you were on my heart a lot, and I was praying for you. And I don't know what I looked like, but I must have looked like something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure sister just, like, looked at me and then walked away. Like, just, no comment. Thanks a lot, Mr. Doyle. Yeah. Well, and you got to get to the part of oh, Father yeah, Luke. I'm, Wait I'm a minute. It's, yeah. it's a big story. But, yeah, so, but you I mean, got to tell yeah, it. Yeah, 30 seconds or less. Um, I uh, was doing everything that I could to keep kind of Jesus at arm's length, serve him, love him, help other people love him, but not give him everything. And he really, over the course of the years that I was teaching high school theology, just kept chipping away at my heart, helping me recognize like the fear, the distrust, the self-reliance that was present in my life. And Sister Carolyn was so good at just kind of poking that every once in a while. I found myself after Sister Carolyn had moved on uh, back to Alton, Illinois, where she is running the show with her community, the Franciscan Sisters, the Martyrs, St. George. Just the vocation office, not just the whole the show. Okay, <laughs> just the vocation office, let's be honest. Um, I found myself um, really kind of in a tug of war with Jesus about whether or not he was calling me back into seminary formation. And I knew that if I told Sister Carolyn this, I was going to get a very honest, blunt, direct, authentic answer about what she thought about that. So I didn't tell her. And I was at the Focus Conference in 2019 in Indianapolis and the heart of St. John Vianney was there. And I knelt down in front of the heart of John Vianney and I know a ton of priests and I know a ton of seminarians and the very first name that came to my mind and heart as I knelt in front of the heart of John Vianney, the heart of a priest, was Luke Doyle. And I thought, that's weird. He's not even in seminary right now. So I called him and the reason that he didn't pick up was because he knew that I would just tell him what it was. I remember looking at my phone and saying, oh, it's Sister Carolyn. Oh no, if I, if I pick this up, so <laughs> I ignored Sister Carolyn and got this voice message uh, on the phone that basically says, hey, I'm here, I'm praying with John Biani. you're on my heart, I think we should talk. So I call Sister back and I tell her everything and she's like, I knew it, I knew it, I've always seen it. I'm like, sister, shut up, you're embarrassing me. Like, this is, this is awkward. <laughs> so um, I went through the application process. I started coming back into formation for the archdiocese. And it's time to have the final, like, sit down conversation with Archbishop Nauman of like, all right, I'm resigning my jobs. I'm coming back. Like, it's public. I am back in the seminary. And, and I get a call from Luke asking me to write a letter of recommendation for a summer program he was potentially going to be going to. And as I was writing, like, thinking about it and talking to him, he's like, I just don't know. Should I do it? Should I not? Should I? And I was like, hey, what other signs from God do you need? Because we don't have time for the whole story, but Patty, a long time ago, we yep. recorded those. So Lots you can of signs. go back and listen to all the signs. But as we were on my cell phone, my office phone rang and I picked it up and it was a telemarketer who asked to speak with Benny Siamis. And I was like, excuse me, there's nobody here by that name. Take us off the list. He goes, first name, V-E-N-I, last name, A-M-A-S. And I was like, that's the name of the retreat that we host. Like, how did that even get on a list somewhere? And so I was like, there's no one here, take us off the list, hang up. And he heard the whole thing. And he goes, did someone just ask to speak with come if you love? Many see a mass is a Latin phrase and it means come if you love. And I had just told sister in our conversation that I needed proof from Jesus that he was calling me to love him in this way. And sister basically shot me between the eyes and was like, what, do you, like, do you, what else do you need, Luke, to know that he is inviting you to love him? What else do you need to know that he is inviting you to come if you love him? And so we, there's this providential phone call. And for me, it kind of sealed the deal. It was the last grace. And at my ordination, I received a chalice from my parents that had those words engraved in the base of it. Veni si amas, come if you love. Is that amazing or what? So the moral <laughs> of the story is that God speaks to the recesses of some hearts and uses a two by four to the back of the head of others. That's right. That's <laughs> right. You got it. No, but what he uses are the people around us. Amen. And you could see his heart and knew 
as you said, praying in front of the heart of John Vianney. What name came to your mind? Luke Doyle. That just doesn't happen for no. any reason. And and you, God uses our holy friendships to bring about his will. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Communion leads to communion. And so when we live in authentic friendship, authentic communion with other people, that leads us only into deeper friendship with the true God, the source of love, the source of friendship. But when we also live as his friends and we let him into all those nooks and crannies and spaces and messes in our life, communion with Jesus also leads to deeper communion and authenticity and sharing with other people. So and communion I, leads to communion. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just love being around both of you in your vocations. It's just amazing. And now you're doing vocation. Are you doing vocation work too? I, That's a, I am. My archbishop gave me so a year funny. to figure out how to be a priest. So now that I've got it all figured out, in one that's year. a complete joke. Um, I now have the honor of being able to walk with young men in the Archdiocese of Kansas City. So that's what's yeah. so beautiful. Okay, so Sister Carolyn, you are vocations director for your community, and now you are doing vocations work for the Archdiocese of Kansas City. And my friendship with Sister Carolyn, I think, is going to help me become the best vocation director that God can make me be, because it's been really beautiful to receive a uh, bride of Jesus loving me in the midst of my own fear and messiness and distrust and all the things with Jesus. And that's really what a vocation director is called to do, is to love people into a yes to the Lord, whatever that looks like. Letting him in, letting him be God, letting him bring them to authentic communion, and then inviting them to say yes. How wow. cool. Well, sad to say we are out of time, because <laughs> um, we could go on forever, friends, but I know it's morning drive, and some of you are saying, I need to get out of my car and go into work. So here's the good news. You can listen to this interview again on the Roadmap to Heaven podcast. Now, Patty Schneier, is the Pearl of Great Price out there? It is. Um, you can. They're all archived on Covenant Network's website, as well as my own website, pattyschneier.com. You can click on. It's all there. I, 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 I was going to say, right this now. sounds like a great radio show you yeah, should do yeah, about. Yeah. You Pearl know. of Great Price. I've interviewed both Sister Carolyn and Father Luke. They are all archived, so go to the website for Covenant Network. You'll find them. Well, let's pray for vocation, shall we? Let's do it. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord of God, we praise and thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus, the truth who has come to set your people free, the Lord of life and the Lord of history, the Lord of healing, of freedom, and the God of friendship. We pray for the grace to receive him in confidence and in trust into our lives, especially in those places where we let fear, self-reliance, and distrust govern us. We pray for the grace to allow Jesus to free us, to heal us, and to strengthen us, that we might more authentically speak a yes to him and to his love for us and for his people in this time and in this moment in history. We entrust um, our own personal vocation and the vocations of all those young people in the church to the Blessed Mother as we pray. Hail, Hail Mary, Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. May Almighty God bless all of you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Father Luke Doyle, Sister Mary Carolyn, and Patty Schneier, I want to thank you for being with us on this episode of Roadmap to Heaven that well, for us, it's in the future, but for everyone listening, it's right now. And we're going to take a break right now or a week ago. I'm, I'm confused. So how about this? We'll play a song on the radio. You're going to hear a song. And when we come back, I'll be in the studio. You're listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Don't go anywhere. The Prayer for Daily Neglects Eternal Father, I offer thee the sacred heart of Jesus with all its love, all its sufferings, and all its merits. First, to expiate all the sins I have committed this day and during all my life. Second, to purify the good I have done poorly this day and during all my life. Third, to supply for the good I ought to have done and that I have neglected this day and all my life. Amen. 
We are midway through the week talking about heroes here on the Daily Dose of Encouragement. And with another hero for us is Patty Schneier. Well, I'm sharing what my idea is of a hero. It's someone who's a witness in the world. Very often these are normal people, but they're bright lights. They shine brightly and they, through their very being, influence other people. And I just think that's such a beautiful thing. And I want to take time to talk about and think about Who are the heroes in my life? So we talked about people who bring beauty in the world. Those are my heroes. People who bring truth to the world. They are for sure my heroes. Today, I want to talk about people who have overcome obstacles in their life. They are inspiring to me. And there's so many people I could mention in my life that, and some of them I know well, and some I've just heard about. Two people in the St. Louis area that I think of when I think about people who have overcome obstacles. John Foppy, he's head of the St. Vincent de Paul, and he is a man who was born without any arms. He travels and speaks. He wrote a book called What's Your Excuse? inspirational man. Another man is John O'Leary, who as a child was burned. I think over 90% of his body was burned and the obstacles that he overcame to learn again how to walk and to use his hands. And, And he's an inspiration to me. But think about the transformation of suffering into new life and what people have to go through in overcoming injuries or they've been born with special needs. Those are people who defy the odds. You know, they maybe have worked and sweated so much through physical therapy or surgeries and they've had to have so much perseverance. And that is heroic. That is the hard work of bouncing back after something has happened to you and overcoming the obstacles. And so I just wanted to pause this week and say, anyone who has done that, you are my hero. So who do you know in your life that has suffered and has overcome obstacles? Send them an encouraging word today and thank them for their inspiration in your life. I'm always quick to make excuses, but I think you just took most of them away from me with these two wonderful examples. Patty, thank you for today's dose of encouragement. A couple things before we conclude the show today. Uh, first, I, I'd like to ask you to pray for all travelers today traveling by airline. Uh, I was just reading during one of the breaks that all flights in the United States have been grounded due to a software issue at the FAA, and there's no estimate of when flights will be allowed to resume. So if you know someone flying today, pray for them. Pray that they may have patience and pray for everyone affected by it. When things go wrong, it's, it's always difficult, and sometimes tensions run high. Um, And that's why we practice now on the good days so that when we have bad days, we can be at our best and not at our worst. Also, I love what Father Luke Doyle said. This has been sticking with me since this interview, to love people into a yes to the Lord, the role of a vocation director. And it takes me back to something we were talking about with Father John Paul uh, from the Franciscan Missionaries of the Eternal Word last week, you know, where we were talking about parents, you have a role as vocation director in your home. And if you think about it, that the way Father Luke just Put this to us, to love people into a yes to the Lord. All parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, teachers, those who are in your care, those who are in your charge, we are called to love them into a yes to the Lord. We're not always going to know what the Lord's calling them to or what he has planned for them. That's not necessarily our job, but it's to love them so that they are ready to say yes to him when he calls. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Well, with so many things happening this past week, uh, you know, we're a week and a half into the new year together, and we haven't really talked about plans for the new year because we've been so busy first with the SEEK conference and then catching our breath. Tomorrow we're going to talk about retrieving the Liturgy of the Hours with Father Jeffrey Kirby, a great plan for the new year. Until then, for Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Heaven, and as the Blessed Mother asks us to do every day, pray your rosary today.